Hello, everyone. What's up? What's up? Hang on the mistletoe. I'm gonna get to know you better. Yeah, we trying to have. Ba-da-dum, bum. We trying to get clients or bum. listeners, and you over here. Ba-da-dum, bum. We are trying to get. You listeners. can you just say this Christmas? No, because you're please gonna, say this Christmas. You're gonna make them go away. With just this thing. say this Christmas. Like, you're just doing a lot with the. It will make me so happy. This you, Christmas. You should say this no, Christmas. It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. Please. No. <laughs> no. It's no fun, you guys. I'm trying to get this podcast in the holiday spirit. You know, I was about to change the intro music. Please don't. To something Christmassy, and next week we might do that if I could figure out how to do it. See, I'm still like a beginner. When it comes to this podcast equipment, so I like to just Ooh. leave stuff alone. <laughs> but um, yeah, like I think that I might try next week to change it. It might still be like a jazz song, but I could change it to something Christmassy. Please don't. <laughs> Why not? Because we just we don't need to change the music just because of holidays. Well, anyways, hello everyone. My name is Jamaria Johnson. And I'm Marcus Johnson. And welcome back to Our House, the podcast. Thank you so much for all of your support. Thank you for tuning in each and every week and listening to us talk and ramble and sing and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and listen to you sing. <laughs> One day we're going to catch Marcus singing. One day. It's going to happen because he, he trying to act like he don't be singing around the house and stuff. He does. So one day, y'all gonna catch him humming a sweet tune, and it's gonna be a legendary moment. <laughs> nah, I think I'm good. I think that's gonna happen. I I really do. But you know, we'll see. But how was your day today, honey? Day was pretty good. Just trying to get some business closed up for the year. And yeah, you clearly are in business mode. Talking about we're trying to get new clients. I mean, listeners. <laughs> I had, to, I had to remember what, what I was doing for a second. Uh-huh. You know, because that's what we was talking about today. Uh-huh. In my meeting, my strategy meeting. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I'm sorry, guys. I got I to turn on my other hat. Yeah, take off your financial planner hat and, t- and turn on your husband, our house co-host hat. I'm sorry, guys. Charge, <laughs> charge it to my head, not my heart. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. I'm glad you had a good day today. I had a pretty good day. I um I did some binge watching of uh Insecure this week. How'd that go? It went well. Did you enjoy it? We watched it this week. You yeah. Know? I mean, I thought it was good. Um We're a little late to the party. I know Insecure been done for like a couple months. Yeah, but so like the fact that we hadn't watched it in a while, I haven't even forgot that I liked it. Yeah, well, I didn't know that we had HBO. <laughs> So I was trying to wait until the season was over so that I could like get the app real quick and just binge watch all the episodes at once. Um, but Marcus let me know that we had that that we had HBO. And I was like, well, I didn't have to wait. But anyways, I'm glad I did because I was able to watch them all. But it's a lot going on with Issa Nim. Yeah. I don't know if you guys watch Insecure. But those of you that do, seriously, like, what was up with Nathan? Like, how he just going to ghost on Issa and then come back <laughs> with a bouquet of flowers a month later? Like, oh, I'm sorry. I was sad. But think, I'm back I think they're really going to try to hit on, like, um, mental health issues with that. Maybe so. And if that's the case, I mean, I'm glad that he was able to get some help. Like, he had to go back home and get some help. But... I, I feel like he could have, like, told her something. Like, he could have said, hey, you know, I'm going through some things right now. I'm going to have to go away for a little while, but I'll be back. Like, he completely ghosted her. She had no idea where this man was. And she went from seeing him, like, every day to not at all. No, I mean, I, I definitely agree. But, you know, you just never know where your mind is, what somebody's mindset is at if they're going through something like that. So Yeah, um, that's true. But... If you are in that state, you got to 
be willing to accept the consequences if somebody don't want to talk to you. Right, because everybody just doesn't understand. Right. And and when that type of stuff happens, when maybe you're going through something and you end up ghosting on somebody that you care about or you say you care about, that really plays on their emotions because right. it showed like throughout the episodes that she was all in her head, like second-guessing herself, getting mad, getting sad, getting worried. Like yeah. all these different emotions were happening with her because she literally had no idea what happened to this man? It's true. So now that he's back, she's like, do I really want to open my heart back up again? When I was finally thinking that you were just gone forever, you know, yeah, <laughs> and now yeah. you just coming back. Like, I don't know if that's something I want to deal with. Which is so, understandable. Yeah. And I mean, I really, I don't think that her and Lawrence are doing like they might be taking a break and they seeing other people and all this stuff. But I feel like that's going to be her husband one day. And everybody else on here like, man, we been off this already. What? Oh, yeah. People <laughs> are listening like, y'all so late. But I'm sorry, you guys. I just, you know, watched it this week. So I'm talking about it now. But <laughs> Or you out here busting the bubbles for people who haven't watched it like us. Well, if y'all late like me, I'm sorry. Y'all could... Um, skip this part of the podcast <laughs> i guess i mean i didn't really give too much information away that's true. like i just kind of breezed over it but that's true you know do you think her and lawrence are gonna get back together i mean it's kind of set up that way it was i think so i mean right now they kind of have it set up like they're both in a good place separate in nah. their friends but i think that it was set up in a place where the door was still open because he's questioning himself to think like Hmm, maybe I can just go back in there like my friend just did with his. Oh yeah, cause his friend did cheat on his fiance. Right, and, and then, then he went back. He to went her. back to her. So it kind of just revealed like this door. Like could be, oh, maybe well, we went is, through some yeah, stuff, we but, some maybe, stuff, but maybe, maybe we can. Maybe you know I can get over what hmm. happened. I guess we'll just have to wait for season four. This is true. Whenever that comes out. <laughs> And hopefully I'll remember that we actually have HBO or we'll still have HBO. You know me. I'll cut, I'll cut something off in a heartbeat. I really did not know that we had it, but that's really the only show that I watch on HBO. So I never really said well, anything to Marks about it. But, you know, I got to yeah. watch Ballers. Ballers is good, but I don't, I watch it like if I'm with you and it's right. on, but, you know, it's kind of like power for me. <laughs> We're not even going to get into this. <laughs> we're not going to get into it because we're going to lose listeners. People are going to be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I like power. I just don't love power. But You could do without it. Yeah. Like if he watches, we have a rule in our house. There's certain I feel TV like everybody shows. Gotta have rule. Everybody doesn't. Because I took a poll on Instagram a oh, while back. A while back I did. And people was like, nah, I mean. But we... In the Johnson household, <laughs> we have a rule that if there's a TV show that both of us like and both of us watch, we can't watch it without the other person. It's cheating. It's cheating. It's literally cheating. Like you, so. No, you did not just watch this show without me. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry, guys. I'm sorry if that was loud. I tried to cough away from the mic. But um, well, if you're getting sick, you keep that over there. I'm not getting sick. All right. I'm not even going to let that be something. No. But um yeah, so if it's a show we both like, so like The Voice, Empire, Star, um what else? Uh Blackish. Blackish, uh Greenleaf when it's on. Greenleaf, that's um we have lots of TV shows that we watch. Yeah, together. but I don't really you can watch the Ratchet TV without me. I, I don't care. watch Ratchet TV no more. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, like, if but you really, do I watch Ratchet TV? Nah, not, like not the only like time to. I will watch like Love and Hip Hop or uh, Real Housewives or anything like that is if nothing else is on at the time. I used to record them and watch them, but they just too messy for me. But sometimes I be craving some Ratchet TV, so <laughs> I watch yeah, it. I don't gotta watch it. But um, no, like so those are our shows. I feel like there's more, but I'm just basketball. Not that's not no you can watch that without me all day you can watch that without me all day just like i can watch hallmark without you oh my god i wish they would just cancel that whole channel oh um so you think you can dance you watch that with me i will but i wouldn't be i don't care if 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 you watch it without me sometimes you get invested into it yeah but it's more so i know dancing with the stars juniors you didn't like that that was so (laughs) never mind we love the kids. We love the kids. I was happy with the winner, but um, 
I think I'm trying to think what other shows we watch. That's it. That's the gist. I mean, we have quite a few. Oh, we watch um Chop Juniors. You like Chop Juniors. Yeah, I'll watch that with you. But again, that's another one of those shows that if you watch <laughs> it without me, I'm not gonna be like Oh, you watched Well, that? anyway, power is like that for me. So if he watches power without me, I'm not tripping. But like if I'm home and he watching it, I'll watch it too. Right. So and I know I know I've watched enough episodes, I know what's going on. So I'm not like completely out of the loop, but I'm just not pressed. I'm not like, oh my god, when's power coming back? Like all the rest of you power fans out there. <laughs> so it's just too much for me. Like they always killing somebody. And then it's like porno scenes and stuff. Like <laughs> I just, <laughs> I just can't get with it. It's just too much. It's too much. So, yeah, that's our uh, TV thing. But that's our rule, and we get real live mad at each other. Like you watched this without me, didn't you? I can't believe you. And you know our other show, we watch it every morning. That ain't no. <laughs> you can keep first take to yourself, Stephen A. with his screaming <laughs> self. He always screaming angry. I don't like I don't like first take. The only time that I will get into first take is if they have like a special guest on there or something. Like when Kevin Hart be on there, it's funny because he's always cracking jokes on Stephen A. That is our show. That's not our show. That's our show. And in the mornings I'd be like, please don't turn on first take. It's our show. It's not our show. It's really not. Our show. No. Okay. It's not. not, I'm not taking that. But, um, yeah. So, anyway, moving right along. <laughs> so, we're getting super close to Christmas now, guys. And so, this weekend, I'm excited because we have a tradition where we bake Christmas cookies. Oh, yeah. And we're baking Christmas cookies this weekend. Yeah. Great. Aren't you so I'm excited? I'm so excited. I am counting down the hours. <laughs> why are you looking at me like that because you're being sarcastic is that one of those things you do to appease me absolutely me well, and uh jonathan jonathan yeah we both are sitting there looking at each other like this is some silly <laughs> <laughs> no it's not it's fun so we bake christmas cookies and normally we like make homemade pizzas we're not too. doing that this year no i'm because we're doing it early we're doing it oh. at noon so i'm gonna make like some brunch appetizers oh check you out yeah. miss betty crocker <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna make some brunch appetizers and we're gonna have some christmasy mimosas oh yeah and we're gonna rock around the christmas tree and make Christmas cookies. This is going to be a fantastic time. Well, we normally suck at it. Like, we always make them, and the cookies turn out to be ugly and, like, large and really unedible. They be hard and stuff. But my cousin actually has done some research this time, and she figured out, like, how to do them right. So she actually practiced a couple weeks ago, and she sent me the cookies, and they were they look really good. So she's going to teach us the right way. Oh, so now we get a whole instructor. <laughs> <laughs> you are so full of it yay yay are you done no but I, what i will say that i am excited about though what is my movie mm. my movie that has nothing to do with christmas i don't but care y'all so heard the story a couple podcasts ago damn how right. we both bought aquaman tickets and, and we're here going, we are we're going to see aquaman on friday Yo, i got called for it to to play gigs on Saturday. It's I had, on Friday. I, I mean, Friday. I had to decline them all. <laughs> all of you. You got declined. Y'all, he was online trying to find Aquaman t-shirts yeah, right. and hats. And so I was like, I'm not wearing no Aquaman t-shirt. That's what you said about them Titans. And, and I haven't worn it since. That's just... Well, you gonna wear that jersey again? No, he made me wear a Titans jersey one night because he wanted the Titans to win. Guess what? They won. <laughs> they won. We play off bound, and I don't want to hear nobody mouth talking about my Titans. So don't be in my DMs and don't be commenting on my pictures. Gone and do it, y'all. I don't. Put, I don't want to hear. Put, it. Uh, put the football in the down, the uh, thumbs down. <laughs> He'll know what it means because the Titans suck. They suck. So you're trying to get put out. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, we'll move right along. All right. So, uh, 
um, before we get into your Marcus Money moment yeah. for today, yeah. we received an email from a listener and it kind of will like go into your Marcus Money moment because it has to do with finances, I guess, mm-hmm. in a way. <clears throat> so I'm just going to read a little bit of the email from okay. our listener. But um, he said, um, hello, Jamaria and Marcus. I mean, Marcus Johnson. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to ask you a question, and um, he was saying we could talk about it on the podcast. Um, I have listened to all of your podcasts from the beginning, and I'm a big fan. Thank you for listening. Appreciate you. We really appreciate you. He thinks that you guys are, uh, he relates to you because he feels like y'all have similar personalities. Okay. Um. He said, I know y'all have talked about this to some extent, but I would like to know some suggestions that Marcus would have for me as I have been pursuing a similar career path. I will be finishing my AA degree this next spring with a very good GPA and have planned to start working on my bachelor's degree, probably from a college like WGU online. I am 24, so I work full time and don't have the desire or ability to work less So an online university is my only option. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it would help me to go to a more prestigious school, but due to cost, I prefer to keep it as inexpensive as possible unless it would affect future success. So my main question is, do you see any issues or problems with going to a school like WGU? And should I continue immediately after finishing my bachelor's into master's or should I begin to work more in that career field and decide if a master's would benefit me in the future at that point? And he was saying that he's unsure of exactly what part of the finance industry he wants to be in. Um, he, he wants to work for himself or potentially as a financial advisor. So any advice would be appreciated. Yeah. So uh, first off, just want to say appreciate the email. Appreciate you for listening. Uh, but I think it's a, a lot of moving parts to kind of answer this question. So um, when it comes to pursuing, um, I think I'm sorry, I had to look up what WGU was. I think it's like an online. It's Western. Wait. It's the thing with the owl. The commercials they come on all the time with the owl. I think. Uh, Western Governors University. Yeah, is that with the with the owl? I don't know. I don't see an owl on here, but. Okay. Yeah, you're right. It's right here. Yeah, the marketing. It's working. Okay. Because I knew exactly because of that owl. <laughs> I didn't know. So, yeah, I guess that is working. Okay, go ahead. Um, so, I think that is a, a couple couple moving pieces. So, if you're wanting to be in the finance world and you want to be an advisor, it's going to be a completely different path than if you want to, you know, be back office or, you know. Now, what is back office? Like, um, any of those corporate positions that they have at the companies, like, I mean, it could be in a range of different things. Like if you wanted to work for a Merrill Lynch or a Morgan Stanley or JP Morgan or mm-hmm. Goldman Sachs, like any of those big financial companies, like that could be considered back office. So whether that's investment banking or relationship project manager type positions, that's going to be a completely different career path than being an advisor. So as far as getting a degree, I would just say, really do your research on what that path that you want to do is geared towards. Cause there's no use of going to a school to get a master's degree, to be a financial advisor. Mm-hmm. Right. So if that's what you really want to do, um, you're going to be wasting a lot of time and money getting the MBA or anything or a master's, um, for that career path. Cause you don't need it. Mm-hmm. Right. So I would say that if you wanted to go down the path of being working for yourself, um, you know, being more of a consultant, financial planner, um you know what was your path so i went mine is a little unconventional Mm -hmm. so i did the back office thing first so first thing i did was i worked on wall street the first thing you did was get a bachelor's yeah i got a bachelor's degree in economics and um straight from school i started working on wall street and back office support so um i was basically not trying to get too technical about it but um i was a liaison between myself or between the company and people who do what I do now, so financial advisors. I was the person who helped build the platform so that the advisors could have the necessary tools to service the clients. 
So it's a whole bunch of stuff that goes in involved. Yeah, that don't really okay. Right. So we haven't <laughs> spent a whole bunch of time on it. So I did that and I kinda learned the ins and outs of what was going on on the back backside of it so that when I became a financial advisor, I knew some of the inner workings of the actual business. Mm-hmm. So, but if you want to be a, a financial advisor, I would say first thing to do is really have a conversation with yourself. Yeah. Right. And because reason- you left Wall Street and went straight into that. Right. And it was two totally completely different. It's two worlds. different worlds, right? Because you going from a world where every fourteen days I knew I was getting a nice little check. Yeah. Right. And so you leave from getting the check every fourteen days to you don't know when the next check is coming. Yeah. Right. And so that's why I say you really want to ask yourself, is this something that you want to do? Because although we want to help a lot of people, when you first start out, um, people don't trust you because they don't know you mm-hmm. and they don't know you. So they don't trust you. Right. Right. So it's kind of that cycle. So you really have to build that up. Um, you know, certain designations or uh, licenses you're going to have to get. So you might want to look into, you know, getting a series six, series seven, um, 66. 65 one of those uh or a combination of both those are licenses those are licenses that you'll have to be able to take and the tests aren't easy so i would say that you know don't don't think of it as one of those tests that you might take in college where you can kind of just get by Mm -hmm. you know with just looking at the material a couple times and then going in there and taking tests because it's not one of those it's one of those situations where you really got to get in here and you know know the the material and you might not pass and you might not pass the first time and it's okay because most people don't yeah um because you did i did not (laughs) Uh, i did not pass the first time uh so you know and that was because i had that attitude oh man this ain't nothing i know this stuff you know i went to college i got a degree in this you know what i need to study for i'll just Mm -hmm. look at the and the book is 22 chapters and it's legit like making sure that you know this information inside and out um, and then the next thing I would tell you to do, um, besides doing all that research and making sure that you want to do it is getting with somebody who's already in the field that can kind of be your mentor so that you can, um, really go through this career with knowing some of the mistakes that you shouldn't make. Yeah. Um, and so for me, I had a guy who was very instrumental in helping me to get where I am. Mm-hmm. Um, his name is Sean Johnson, works for Edward Jones, phenomenal guy. Um, I mean, literally took me under his wing and showed me how to run this business. Yeah. Um, and so for that, you know, I'm definitely grateful because, I mean, if it wasn't for him, I would have failed out because going you back. You probably would have gave up. Oh, I definitely. That's what I'm saying. So, you know, just my story, my first year as a financial advisor um, was the hardest year of my life. Uh, we were living in Houston. I was living in Houston. Um, I went from making good money to zero and so you can just imagine what that feels like when you are so used to living a certain way and then you're going from that to trying to figure out how you're going to take care of payments. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and it just makes me, you know, go back into that place because it's funny because you're ta- trying to talk to people about money, but yet you're still trying to build a business. So it's, you know how like most time people feel sorry for business owners when they starting yeah. because it's a new business, yeah. but because your business is finance. You get looked at different. So you should already, it should look like you should have everything together. But people don't understand, like, no, you're having to build credibility while building a business about finance. So, you know, if it wasn't for him showing me how to maneuver through and, you know, kind of get through and grind it out and. And and he also helped you when certain instances happened that was disappointing. Absolutely. Like when you got doors slammed in your face, when yep. people said they were going to do something and then they didn't do it. When you went several weeks without getting a paycheck, yep. he was able to say, like, you know, when I first started out, this yeah. happened to me, too. Absolutely. And it was actually worse. This is what really happened to me. This is- so then you're able to look at your situation and be like, oh, well. I guess it's not that bad or I'm not the only one right. that I went mean, through this. It's a part of the process. And then, you know, and I ain't just saying that because she's sitting in front of me, but I also had a good, a good support system. So Jamari was definitely there to encourage me, even when I wasn't believing that I could get this stuff done. Yeah. Um, she was just kind of there to kind of push me along the way. And so the fact that I had people in my corner to kind of help me build the business out, it helped. Now, I will tell you that this ain't one of those businesses that is going to happen overnight. Mm-hmm. Um, and even when you've been in, I've been doing this for six years now. 
Um, I'm going into my seventh year and I still have days or weeks where I'm like, why am I doing this? Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like that's what any. Yeah. Career. You know, and I'm not going to say that I didn't make good money because I have mm-hmm. um, doing this. But a lot of times it comes with a lot of headache because of the people that I try to serve. Yeah. Um, so if you really want to go down this path, make sure that you're doing it for the right reasons and not for the monetary stuff, Mm -hmm. because you're going to, you're going to find out that to get to where you're trying to go, it's going to be so much hell between where you are and where you're trying to get that the money's not going to be enough for you to sustain it. Yeah. And I will also um, chime in right here and say that although he has those days where he's like, why am I doing this? Or is this really like what is for me? Like, I know that he genuinely enjoys this and some days he's stressed out and he's feeling overwhelmed and he feels like he wants to go back to working for somebody else, you know, and that's just when those stressful times come. But I have, that's when I have to step in as his support system and remind him of the joy that's in his eyes when he talks about this stuff. Right. Like if you've ever been to an event where he's speaking on a panel or by himself about this finance world, like he, he turns into a completely different person. It's like the, the light bulb just goes off and he just, he knows this stuff so well. And he's so passionate about helping people and making sure that they, you know, equip the next generation to be prepared for whatever that it it shows you know what I'm saying so like I know that deep down he really loves it but just like with anything I mean I don't think that Beyonce it's not I don't think that she just loves performing every single day Nah, like Beyonce probably has days where she's like am I ready to be done with this I was just gonna say (laughs) that you know I know for the listeners who don't care about the financial world I was just gonna tell y'all like this transcends into it doesn't matter what business it is like you know what I'm saying all of this stuff applies to whatever business any entrepreneurship yeah any entrepreneurial you know type of situation that you're trying to get into um all of this stuff kind of applies so you know I to wrap it all up, man, just make sure this is something that you want to do. Um, if you want to go into the financial advisor world, just really make sure that, number one, you do your research on what company that you start off with. Um, even though I'm no longer an employee of Edward Jones, here's what I'll say about them. Um, their training program is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. So if I'm going to be an advisor um, and I had a cousin who wasn't with me that I, he couldn't work for me, I would tell him to go work for Edward Jones because he would get the training that he would need. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, they're not paying me to tell you this, but yeah. um, you <laughs> obviously. Know, right. So, uh, you know, that's a good company to look at. Maybe Northwestern Mutual, too. Um, they might be a, a good place to start. to start start your search um, because they have it, it's like a, a gateway into getting into the community because it's kind of like you're still an employee. But yet and still, you kind of have the entrepreneurial business setting type situation so you kind of get in the best of both worlds before you just hop on out there yeah makes sense yeah so you know that's what i would tell you or if i had a son i would tell him to go be an investment banker that's what i would tell him <laughs> well he mentioned that in the email also uh, that sometimes he he wants he thinks he wants to do that but then sometimes he thinks he wants to be a financial advisor. well i'm gonna tell you like this brother if you can get into anybody's ib program do it sacrifice five years of your life don't be like me Cause I left it alone. I left it on the table. <laughs> Had I did that, this would be a whole nother situation. Cause this was before Facebook. This was before, you know, um, Instagram. And, and if you're interested in this stuff, so, you know, like this was before a lot of these new IPOs went public. Like I could have been on a couple of deals that would have changed my life tremendously. Like, so if you're passionate about that stuff and you're okay with, not having a life for five years. I was about to say, make sure you're, if you want to go into the investment banker side, be sure that you're passionate yeah, you're because not you will life. not have a life and at all. Like people think lawyers work. Which is partly why Marcus didn't do it. <laughs> uh, people think lawyers are the people who work a lot of hours. Go talk to an investment banker. Yeah. It's a different ball game. Like those people are there from. Um, I probably like maybe eight or nine that get to the office, but they're not leaving that office until one or two. Yeah. Sometimes three a.m. depending on what pitch deck that they're working on. Uh, so. And I'm sure it's very stressful. Which every any job you do can have stressful moments, but I think that that one's a little bit. But you only got to do it for five years. 
If you do it five <laughs> years and become a partner, you won't have to work no more. Guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it would have been, I would have had five years in by now. I would have probably been sitting up for partner right now. Yeah. Easy. But that wasn't your testimony. Baby. That ain't my testimony. If that I, was I'm doing supposed it the hard to be what you were supposed to do, then you would have done it. It's true. Everything happens for a reason. I went. I'm. I'm I, I went the uh, the uh, the other way, and it's taking me a little longer. But it, it's okay. it's it's all good. Guess it's what? Good. You had a you have a life. I do. I do. You have a wife that loves you. That's true. You've been traveling all over the world. This is true. Now that that what I will say is that. Um, one of the main perks of going it the way that I did was, is I control my schedule. Yes. And so that is something that, you know, a lot of people don't have. So we got spoiled. This is true. (laughs) This is true. Like my time is my time. So, you know, you just have to figure out which, which one is more important to you. Yeah. Well, that helps. We hope that this helps you. And, um, I will follow up and send you an email, to let you know that, you know, we discussed it a little bit on the show. I'm sure you said you, you've you been listening, so I'm sure you'll hear it anyway. But if you have any follow-up questions for us, then um, we'll be sure to get those answered for you also. But we do hope that that was a little bit helpful. He also said at the bottom of the email that it would be cool to meet us one day. And he was like, if we ever decide to host a meetup. He would happily drive from his home in Charlotte to meet us. Oh, and I think that's really cool. I think that's cool too. Um, we I don't really, know. really appreciate the support of I'm like every listener we, we have. We would be in Charlotte. I don't think I have anything. I don't think have I ever been to. Char- I've been to Charlotte, but I what? feel like it's been. I've been to Charlotte. We need but to take a trip then. I've been, but I can't remember like anything that I've done there. So I will say that if if we wasn't here in Nashville. Um, that would be one of the cities I would be okay with living in. Yeah, it's nice. I know some people that live in Charlotte. Um, but yeah, so. But he was saying if we had to hear it, they would come here. He okay. would come here. Well, but yeah. um, yeah, if we're ever in Charlotte or we go somewhere, I'll tell you what, like wherever we travel next year, we'll make an announcement. And then maybe we can have like a day where we might say we go somewhere and mm-hmm. then we can tell people they can meet us there if they want. Or yeah. Something like that. But um, I don't know if we got listeners everywhere like that. But it's cool. It's that coming. It's coming. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming. It's, it's, it's <laughs> but happening. Um, but I'm, I'm really appreciative of every listener that we have. And it's cool to know that, you know, you feel connected enough with us that you want to meet us. Absolutely. We'd love to meet you, too. So maybe we'll think about, you know, some type of meetup or some event for the new year. Sounds good to that me. That would be fun to do. Okay. Well. That was that email. Now, um, how long is your Marcus Money moment? It's gonna be it's gonna be short. Okay. Um, because I know y'all probably tired of me talking about finance today because <laughs> I've been talking that's why, about. That's it. why I said how long is it because I don't want it to be. Um, I also got a DM about this, so that's why I wanted to do it. Uh, somebody had DM me and asked me, you know, they was living paycheck to paycheck and they're trying to stop the cycle mm-hmm. um, of that. And you know, to be honest, there's so many people out here who live 14 day to 14 day. Meaning that, why didn't you just say paycheck to paycheck? I mean, that's just what it is. Every fourteen days, they get a paycheck, right? So some people get a paycheck every seven days or every six days. Okay, well, whatever, right? Um, <laughs> Trying to be technical, fourteen day to fourteen. So days. Uh, we, I want to just kind of give you a couple steps to to help alleviate that problem. Okay. All right. So um, the first one would be add up all your debt. As painful as, as that painful might be, as painful as it might be, you're just gonna have to sit down. And just add it up. Mm-hmm. So that includes that uh, Target card that you got because they told you <laughs> that you was going to save 10% for opening this card today that you said, oh, that sounds good. I don't have a Target card. Uh, yeah, because every time they ask you, I'd be like, no. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, I'm talking to y'all. That debt, too. Um, add it all up. All right. So that's number one. Number two, identify where your money is going. So I think that's the, the challenge with most people is that they they feel like they make a decent salary and then you look at your bank account you're like where did my money go my money go what did i buy (laughs) and i guarantee the number one item is food but yeah uh just add it up because those nights at the bar where you spend two hundred dollars um for the weekends for the shots (laughs) and oh my homeboy in town i had to buy the drinks my homegirl yada yada let's find out where that money is going Mm -hmm. number three Determine if you are actually making enough money. 
You mean like making enough to support you the exactly. lifestyle you're living? So if or if you're living, make sure you're living within your means. Well, this is just determining like if I only make three thousand dollars a month, but I got five thousand dollars in expenses every month. Oh yeah, something ain't adding up, right? So yeah. we need to adjust that. So um, a wise man once told me, <laughs> "You sound like <laughs> you're 85." <laughs> a wise man once said, "He told me that." never that always just make more money that was his whole what? thing anything that happens never he, just always no make i'm more just saying money. That's i cut it off <laughs> oh i'm like, just saying what that are you saying he always just tell me just make more money okay so basically what i took from that was just have multiple streams of income to get money so i read in a couple of different books that most millionaires have seven income streams right so if they have seven income streams then maybe I should align myself to doing the same thing. So mm-hmm. if I work a nine to five, there's so many other side projects that I could probably be doing to have other income streams to come in to kind of offset my, my expenses. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know what it is. It could be Lyft. It could be, um, you know, it could be what, the, the Instacart. It could be, it could be a whole bunch of other stuff. You can stuff. make something and sell it. Right. You can make something. You can, there's plenty of stuff that you can do. Uh, number four, identify your bad money attitudes or habits, right? So what is it? The one thing that you do that you probably know you shouldn't be doing? Like, are you one of those type of people that you always go out and, um, you just do stuff on impulse or here's one. Okay. Are you one of those people that plays games on your phone and there spends a bunch of money in the iTunes game store? Somebody must be. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody must be, uh, you know, I was going to talk to you about this because I have been seeing some little iTunes. Uh, first of all, never mind. We're not going to get into that. But hey, I'm glad you brought that up. So that's I've been be, seeing them too. I have too. I was pointing the finger at you. Nah, buddy. You be playing that golf clash on your I phone. I nothing in a minute. I don't believe you. Yeah, I did buy a couple books here. <laughs> well, that's probably what you saw. Yo, books. It was me. It wasn't me. My name is Bennett, and I ain't yeah, in right. it. You be playing all those uh, little Candy Crush or whatever that game means. You I don't play Candy Crush. What is the game called? I play Home Design. Yeah, whatever. It's, it's called Home Design. Okay, for real. but what I'm saying and is, and it got the puzzles that's like Candy yeah, Crush. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But when you make money, you decorate a house. It's like interior design. It's oh, kind of okay. cool. All right. Anywho, all right. Number five, <laughs> be brutally honest about where you can cut back and stick to your budget. So. If you make a budget, you know, let's try to stick to it and figure out once you identify those bad habits, excuse me, make sure that you cut back and you actually follow that. Right. Yeah. So if I found out that, you know, man, I'm, I'm struggling every month, but it's because I went to the club. Or I went out Friday, Saturday, Sunday to brunch all those days. And I went to dinner. I paid for parking. I did all this stuff every day, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I, I need, need to, to maybe just go on Friday or yeah. go, go one of those days. Or maybe I just plan, okay, this one weekend a month, I can do this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Of however you do it, whatever. So number six, pay down your debt. All right. So we figured out what the debt is. Then let's try to start to eliminate that debt. Work with the smaller amounts first. So if I have a credit card that has $1,000 of uh, debt on it, Let's knock that out first before we try to knock out the one that I got, you know, $5,000 worth, right? Mm -hmm. So let's get these small victories and then kind of build our way from there. Number seven, build up a buffer in your bank account. So the easiest way, um, because number seven and number eight can really go together. So it's build up a buffer in your bank account. And then number eight is build up an emergency savings. So both of those things, um, I wish I could come up with, uh, or maybe there is something like this out there, but... Every time you get paid, that as soon as the, it, it hits your account, 10% of your check just goes into another account. You can do that with capital. Okay, well, something like that. Right. We talked about capital, I think, on the very first episode. It's an app that I use for savings, and you can set up rules. And I think when, I mean, you would have to, I think you would have to put a monetary amount that you want to take every week. So if you know, like if you work a job where you get paid the same thing every mm-hmm. um, two weeks or every week or whatever, then you you can figure out what 10% is mm-hmm. and just tell capital to take that amount out. Yeah. So, I mean, and and I say, there's other apps. Other I say capital, 10%, but, I uh, but I've been reading a whole bunch of other stuff that, you know, have higher numbers, but I'm realistic with people. 
you know what I'm saying? Like I read somewhere that said that, you know, take 30% and, and, and put that away and then live off the 70. But I know my people <laughs> and, you know, most people aren't going to be able to do that. But if you could get to that reality, then great. We don't do that. We don't do that. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. So, you know, it's going to be hard for you to do to do that 30 percent yeah you know what i'm saying 10 is more realistic right uh so you know maybe you can build up to it what because i think the thing about saving is once you get into the the mode of it and you start doing it, it and becomes you start easier. seeing and how, you start how it builds up and then you're mm-hmm. like okay i can i can do the same thing with the gym and everything else once you start seeing those results problem with the gym is if you go like five days in a row and you, you don't see nothing happening you're like i ain't doing this no more. for me i go one day i go once a day to the gym i look in the mirror i ain't got abs i'm done <laughs> like, well so much for that yeah so um then number nine is invest wisely so, you know, make sure that you, uh, you know, really thinking about the the places where you're putting your money, um, how that money is working for you. Maybe you want to consult a financial planner like Marcus Johnson or something like that. Um, and, you <laughs> Shameless know, plug. That, that'll help you to, to move the money where you want to be. And then the last one and the most important one on this whole list, I'm going to say it twice, um, because this will, this will stop the bleeding in our community. Teach your children how to handle money and stop the debt cycle. Okay. Teach your children how to handle money and stop the debt cycle. So if we all have kids, and if it starts with us, we don't have kids yet. Well, I know I'm just saying. <laughs> so whenever you guys have kids, or you have you know, or if you have kids already, st- introduce these topics and talk to them about money now, so that these trends won't happen, so that we can stop it, and then now our community will know more about money, how it works, and the importance of investing, saving debt all those type of things that way we can all prosper as a as a people because go ahead because as long as we continue to have avoidance in our household because i know growing up money was never a a discussion it might have been because there was no money there right but i mean why are you looking at me like that i'm just letting you finish i don't have a comment uh, so you know i mean <laughs> it is what it is i mean you know i come from a family that we didn't have a whole lot so i mean that's just that's the reality so i wasn't saying that you shouldn't say it i just didn't have a comment okay i wasn't so, there i'm <laughs> <laughs> like, gonna comment on your childhood financial situation but anyway um you know so maybe that was one of the reasons why we didn't talk about money um but had we had conversations about money um i think that it would have helped yeah Right. But, you know, I think a lot of times parents don't know either. So they can't really teach their kids something they don't know about. So we need to stop that cycle. And or sometimes I think that in our community, we might have pride in a way that I can't teach my kids something that I'm not able to do myself. So even if some people like aren't in a position to necessarily do the exact right thing, you can still teach it because then they might be able to. Yeah. I mean, just let's let's have a conversation about it. Right. Teach them about, you know, what exchanging money really is. Right. So in order for you to have nice things, you have to pay for it. And um, but yeah, but you just uh, when you start talking about like teaching the children, it reminded me of something that I had been meaning to show you for like a couple of weeks that I okay. saved on Instagram. This guy that I used to work with at my old job, like he has a son or he has two sons, but his oldest plays basketball and he posted a post about like his son's basketball game and his son basically gets money or his allowance based off of how well he does in his basketball game and they have this like whole math equation that goes with it so he posted it so so let me ask you this one question are these people of color yes okay Okay. yes that's that's my point like that's why i was excited to see it okay we'll continue but um okay so i'm gonna try to like explain it in a way where y'all can picture it because i'm looking at it but like okay so he he gets money based off of his points so he gets $2 $2 per point. Okay. So he scored two points. So they gave him $4. Right. Okay. So then he gets a dollar for rebounds. Okay. He had three rebounds. So he got $3. He gets a dollar for assists. He didn't get no assists. He gets a dollar for steals and he got three. So he got $3. So that's $10 mm-hmm. total. Mm-hmm. But then that's his earnings. But then he also gets losses. So 
he loses a dollar for every turnover. Ooh. So he he uh he had two turnovers, so he lost two dollars. He bad fouls, you lose a dollar. He had two bad fouls, so he lost another two dollars. And then uh miss free throws minus a dollar. He got another two dollars gone. And miss layups is minus a dollar. He didn't miss any layups. So now he only gets six dollars. And so the way that they did it was um ten minus six and that equals four. So he only got four dollars. I love it. <laughs> I love but it. I, like I, love I thought it. it was so cool because the the um the caption was like, um, I'm not gonna say the child's name, but he had a rough game even though his team busted their opponent. I don't know if he was more upset about his stats or <laughs> lack of money he made from his stats. <laughs> and he like he had it to swipe. You know, you could swipe in Instagram and you swipe over and you see he had to the son had to write out this math equation to figure out how much money he was gonna get. And I was like, this is so cool. I love it. I thought that was a nice because you're te- not only are you teaching about money management, mm-hmm. but you're also teaching about discipline when it comes to learning your craft. And so, so I would take this a whole step further <laughs> and I would say all of the money that we get, we're going to invest it into whatever shoe company that you like. So okay. if you like Nike, he might just want to buy some bubble gum nope, with nope, his four dollars. Nope. nope, that's not what we're doing. <laughs> Why you gotta gonna, go that far? We're gonna take it a step farther. We're gonna say, okay, now what shoe do you like? Okay, I like Jordans. All right, so who owns Jordan? Nike. So we're gonna invest this money. Yes. Marcus. That take it a step further. This little now, boy probably just wanted to buy some little bubble gum or nope, something nope, 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 nope. from the store. He don't want to invest this. You don't know that. And guess you can what? teach him to invest in another way. Nah. This allowance from the game, he should be able to go to the concession stand and buy a lollipop. Nah, like nah. I don't understand. You're nope. gonna take it a step further. <laughs> I love it. I'm stealing it. Well, that's why I saved it. Because I was like, we could use this for our kids and it can go towards anything that they do, whether it's music, sports, dance, whatever. Like, miss a note. My no, I ain't getting no money <laughs> <laughs> in the fifth grade band. <laughs> Stay in tune. $7. <laughs> I mean, you fall out of your pirouette, minus a dollar. You land. Uh, I love trick it. and dance you get a dollar like i think i thought it was so cool and i had actually been meaning to to show it to you oh, for so the good weeks stuff you don't want to show me but well, all those little raggedy videos <laughs> <laughs> you always want to show me that i forgot i saved it but when you said teaching the kids it it made me think of it and i went and pulled it up to talk about it but i hope y'all understood that and maybe i could use that for y'all kids too because that's pretty neat and i don't know if he listened to our podcast but Shout out to you and your parenting skills. I think that's uh, really cool. Love it. Love it. All right. Well, thank you for your Marcus Money Moment. Yeah, that was the money moment. I'm sorry for so much jargon today. I know. Hopefully Um, you guys still enjoyed this episode. We're about to talk about something a little bit more fun real quick in our last couple minutes. I'm sorry. (laughs) He just gave me the dirtiest look. Yo. I mean, finance is fun. It's so fun. No, I mean, it's not about being fun. It is so So fun. I look forward to talking about finance with you every day. So many people email me and tell me how much they appreciate the Marcus Money Moments. (laughs) So I know that y'all out here love it. I might get out of hand a little sometimes, but I think for the most part, they like it. I really do think they like it. I know that they do. People tell me that they love your Marcus Money Moments all the time. I'm just the one sitting here, so... They are too. They sit here listening too. Like you ain't the only one. Like I'm sitting here listening. Like yeah. You know what I mean. No, I don't know what you mean. Okay. Well, anyway, it wasn't that bad. It was good, useful information. Shout out to Butternut too. Shout out to Butternut Wines. Um, Their wine is so so good, and I I actually love wine. Oh, go ahead. I'm just gonna say. So I love wine, and I probably have a glass of red wine. Probably like every other day Mm -hmm. and i try wines i think you have it every day but go ahead whatever (laughs) um i try them from all different type of brands but butternut is probably one of the best wines i've ever had and it's amazing and it's good it's It's really good good. butternut literally how like how you say butternut squash that's how it's butternut wine. And I actually have a coupon code with them. So if you go on their website and you order at least $30 worth of wine, you will get free shipping. You use the code um, Jamaria Olivia J, I think. I think that's the code. And if you uh, 
I'm telling y'all, y'all won't be disappointed. If you get on there and you and you really want to get it and <laughs> you put that code in and it don't work, just shoot me a DM real quick. But I think that's the code because I think it was based off my Instagram. So use code Jamaria Olivia J. That is J-A-M-A-R-I-A-O-L-I-V-I-A-J. <laughs> Shout out to Butternut. Yes, um, and you'll get free shipping if you spend $30. So please use that. Go it's check good. it out. It's good. They have canned wine, so you can I'm take cans right now. and the regular bottles of wine. So it tastes good, y'all. I'll get you some I'm butternut. I'm not just saying that. I'm not just saying no, that. No, Marcus is picky about wine. I'm very picky, and I would not shout them out for free if And he drank good. all of my Cabernet. I, I, so I, I was very I upset. And I'm not really like a red wine drinker, but the Cabernet is amazing. Mm-hmm. So... Go yeah. check it out. All right. Well, we don't have a whole lot of time left, but you know, I got to talk about something Christmassy. Oh, God. We already <laughs> talked about cookies. We going to talk about Christmas stuff up until Christmas. Okay? So, don't don't act surprised. Don't act surprised. Don't act surprised. Okay? Okay? Okay. All right. So, I wanted to ask you, like, how long do you think that you should wait. Like if you're dating someone, mm-hmm. how long do you think you should wait until you invite your significant other to your Christmas festivities? So, and we can't really use us in this situation because our families already kind of knew each other before we started me. dating because we was friends first. They love me. But if the family like don't they love know, me, but if the family like <laughs> don't, <laughs> I'm not denying it. I know they loved you. My family loves Marcus like so much. I'm a part of the family. Yes. You know yes. how like, you know, sometimes people get married and they don't really like their significant other's family. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't really have that problem. You know? And I'm glad I do because I really get along with everybody. You know what I'm saying? So and I appreciate so your family. I'm so glad for that. I appreciate your family because, you know, and the crazy thing, I get along with her family more than I do my own family. <laughs> so, you know. But I think I got to say this podcast when I'm really ready to be vulnerable about the subject of family. Yeah, I think I saw a post. It's crazy because a couple episodes ago, I wanted our topic to be about family and Marcus shut me down. He wasn't ready. Um, I saw a post the other day um, and it said something about it. I can't remember verbatim what it said, but it said something along the lines of, um, you know, you're truly getting older when you realize family has nothing to do with blood. Yeah. And I I mean I, I really felt that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like the mm-hmm. people who are closest to me in my life aren't technically my f- blood, blood family. But yeah. they're your family. But they my family. Yeah. And it, it says something like that, but you know, when I'm ready to to really dive into that, <laughs> you know, maybe maybe in the new year. When you turn 30. When I turn 30. You'll have a whole new. You know what I'm saying? You have a new attitude. You just stop caring. Cause it's just, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I hear. You just stop caring about stuff. So maybe maybe that'll be that'll be my moment. Okay. But anyway, going back to my the question. question at hand. Yes. Um, I think the better, th- for me, it would not necessarily be about time. It would be on how serious I am I about this person. Okay. So, you know, if... We was only dating for six months, but I felt like I was serious about you. Then I would feel like it's okay to introduce you to to my family. What if you start dating like November? So if I started dating you in November, I didn't know your family. Mm-hmm. Now nah, I'm not coming to your family functions. And and she nah, ain't invited I, you, to. You too new to me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you're not about to be with me and my family. And you know, in January or when it gets warm outside, you gone. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't about to just cuddle with me through the winter months and then... You know, cuddle buddy? Yeah. What do they call it? Um, uh, cuffing season. Right. You in my cuffing season. And as soon, <laughs> soon as you can put that sundress on, you gone. Dead. At the sundresses. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, nah, I can't do that. So, um... And see, I think that for females, sometimes it might be slightly different, but I'm not saying that it's right. Um, Because for me, like, I always got too deep too fast with people Ooh. i'm just being honest so i would and i'm not people didn't come to my oh, holidays I, I just i i love hard you know like or at least i thought it was love was i was dudes. lusting hard okay like i just would 
when you know how big of a heart that I have. So when I say I'm committed to something or put my all into something, like I really mess with you. Like I I think that it's serious. And looking back, like I was just young and not really knowing a whole lot, but I didn't you I think I don't wanna lie, but I feel I really believe that you were the only significant other that I had that came to my holiday stuff. But it wasn't because I didn't want them to. <laughs> It's because like I think you that had to I, go pick them up. <laughs> the shade. That was shady. That was extra shady. I'm not even gonna dignify that with the response. You don't have to. Um, but no, like I wouldn't <laughs> stop. Stop being shady. I would invite them to, you had to go pick them up. Shut up. Right. That was only one person. Okay. I I would invite them over, and I think that they would just be like, "Oh, I I try to come." And then oh, they, they was playing you. So yeah, I was definitely getting played, or it probably was one of them situations where they just wasn't as serious about me as, that, you was about as I felt like our relationship was. Yeah, you was that crazy girl. I wasn't crazy. I never went crazy on nobody. I didn't. I mean, I went crazy on you a couple times. Oh, yeah, you definitely But did. in the past, like, I didn't go crazy on people. I just was real emotional and, like, probably a little clingy. I probably was. You probably? Yeah. But the funny thing was, is, is you wasn't, you didn't, when we was together, you wasn't clingy. Like, when it was, we first I think that it was that different day. for us because you were my friend. Yeah, so. So I so, kind of just continued to treat you like my friend. That is weird. But like with extra benefits. (laughs) So so they were in a different bucket than I was in. I don't know. I just really think that God prepared me. And I'm not trying to be funny. I'm being dead serious. I really think God prepared me for our relationship. Yeah, because if you was clingy to me, I probably I would have got turned off or mad. Yeah. Like I I, because like I said before on this show, like when Marcus came into my life as far as a boyfriend, potential boyfriend. I was done. Like I wasn't checking for nobody because I was sick of these dudes. Like for sick real. Of these niggas. <laughs> That's what I was supposed to say. When I, I was sick. Like I was just like, you know what? Like I'm just about to be in college sick and live my life because I'm done. I'm you over. Was there it. For these- they don't appreciate me. They don't appreciate how loving I am and how I'm gonna ride or die for them. They don't want my love, so I'm just gonna keep it to myself. Like you was that's there for what these- I said. Shut up. <laughs> I was there for you. <laughs> but yeah, so, but I think that God prepared my heart because you literally just randomly wanted to be my boyfriend. And I was just like, okay. And I think that I went about our whole situation differently than I did anything else. So that should be a lesson to some people out here or some some words of wisdom. If you've been doing something one way and it ain't been working <laughs> for you, maybe you should switch it up. Yeah, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like a lot of times a whole bunch of stuff goes wrong in your life and you try to blame everybody else besides looking in the mirror. Yeah. You know. It's true. So And I, and I, and I appreciate that because if you had been clingy, we would not be sitting here on these podcasts today. And I'm not trying to say I was just like clingy. I mean, like, you said these words. Don't I be mean, trying to uh, I was downplay cling- it now. I was clingy. I'm literally using <laughs> no, the words look, that you use. I was clingy, but I wasn't like clingy, clingy. Oh, like, clingy, clingy. You I, like I just wanted I wanted like relationship in the beginning like when you first start talking to somebody it ain't like how it is when you've been with somebody for like so six you months. was trying to be like we together together yeah like but if y'all I, just like we start talking I start liking you things are clicking you my boyfriend great you my boyfriend so now you like my boyfriend boyfriend so like <laughs> I need you to call me in the morning or text me in the morning I need you to talk to me throughout the day and night I need to hear from you we need to go on a date or something every now and then like I and you ain't want to drive no more Marcus, <laughs> let that go. Let it go. Okay. Dang. Don't 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 make me. Oh no, cause man. Yeah, don't yeah, make right, me. Let me leave that long. Shoot, cause I know some stuff too. I know you do. So don't even go there with me. But yeah, you know what the funniest thing 
Um, and I know this ain't got nothing to do, but like when somebody you haven't seen in like years and years and years and they only knew you for a past relationship and then they come up to ask you about that past relationship and then you just be like, oh, what? has that ever happened to you before? I don't get what you're saying. So like, OK, so say, for instance, you went somewhere and you saw somebody who's not don't follow you on social media, hasn't really kept up with your life. Like an ex? No, no, no. Like like a random person that you went to school with. OK. And then, but they knew you with somebody else in your life. They knew of me with somebody else. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. let's say somebody that I went to high school with and the boyfriend that I had in high school at the time, they knew about that. Exactly. But then I never saw them again. You don't know, they don't know nothing about what you got going on. You know, you married, they don't know none of that. Yeah. And then they ask you about that person. Did that happen to you? Yes, it happened to me. When did that happen to you? It happened to me last Friday. You didn't even tell me Because I forgot about it until this very moment. <laughs> And they asked me about this person, and I'm like, huh? Is it who I think? Yes. Oh, okay. And I literally just had the the, the dumbest face. Like, I literally <laughs> could not even get any words out because I'm just like, bruh, like, what are you on? Like, are you, like, not... Are you living under a rock? Exactly. <laughs> like, how many years ago? I'm just curious, has that ever happened to anybody else? Like, I'm sure it has. I don't think that it's happened to me, though, because most of the people that... I know and have kept up with me, following me on social media or But that's what something. I'm saying. Like I feel like it should be it's be so hard for that to happen because of social media. Yeah. Yeah, that hasn't happened to me, sorry. <laughs> well, whatever. But I'm sure it's happened to some other people. I think that a way that that could possibly happen is if it's like an older person. Mm. So I have run into like an ex boyfriend's mom and stuff and they don't really know my life and right. they don't, they're not asking me about their child obviously right. but they're like you know what are you up to now what's going on this and that like and not really knowing that i'm married and no nah, this was like so how is such and such <laughs> you like i don't know, I don't know. <laughs> you know about as much as i do <laughs> like, like wait, what's wrong with you oh wow yeah. yeah and well, i was trying to i was trying to give her the benefit of the doubt and like you know saying like she wasn't trying to be funny it was a female yeah you gonna have to tell me who yeah, this I'm female you, was you this, cause i literally air because i'll be the judge if it was yeah, shady or not i literally haven't seen this person since i bet it was shady i mean i don't know they're not on no social media Nah, they really not like i mean they, i mean they don't follow me on social media or facebook or nothing Okay, we'll talk about it afterwards. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway, we keep veering away from the topic and time is pretty much up. But I would say that I guess it does depend on feelings. There's not really a timeline. No, I it just depends on feelings. Is. But like, that's why I said you and I can't really be an example because we started dating in November and you came to Thanksgiving and Christmas in December. That's right. But, but I came to the Christmas family, party before that. The yeah, year I was about before. to say my family knew him already. You did not come to the Christmas party the year before. I didn't? No. Are you sure? Positive. Is this not the year that we had a snowball fight? That was actually like year two. Of Christmas, oh, me man, see, and you. I get this. They just run all together. <laughs> I thought that was the year that we had the snowball fight. We had the snowball fight year two of us being together. You didn't come to like holidays at my house until we were officially a couple. Oh. You came to like birthday stuff and things like that as friends. Oh, okay, but you didn't and prom. come in prom, which yeah. Now, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if you popped up on a Christmas or something as much as you was plotting. <laughs> but you yeah, did was not. Yeah, that was good times, man. I remember her prom day was late, and me and my best friend gave this man a hard time for being late, having yeah, her wait. Yeah, he was sweating. And we wasn't making it I no better. I was like, yo, it's all right. It really is it's all not right. It's all right. Got her out here waiting. What's wrong with you, dog? I'm like... And, and I had just back, crossed Alpha at the time, so I was feeling myself. He had on his uh little Alpha dog tag <laughs> necklace. No, like I looking back on it, it's kind of like okay, you was really just trying to scope out who my date. You right was because he wasn't like nobody who went to school with us. Wasn't, or I had to figure out who this, who this dude was. <laughs> but I hit up my boy. I was like, "Hey man, come roll with me." He was like, "I got you." But back then, it was just kind of like, "Oh, my friend, like he wants to see me off the prime, like." Hey, the homies. And it's just like, it's so funny to me now. But you, you're hilarious. 
I'm strategic. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm sure this is happening to somebody as we speak. This type of plot, hey, plotted. You got to be strategic out here, man. You can't be out here just flying by the seat of your pants. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You got to be out here planting. You got to plant these seeds. Man, you go to church every week. They be talking in there about planting the seeds and your harvest will grow. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Good night. It's time to go. He had too much butternut wine tonight. I don't know what he on. You got to plant that seed so it'll grow. I am leaving alone. <laughs> yeah, because you been on one tonight. I'll ask my other holiday questions next week because you spend too much time talking about finance. Well, you don't want to ask me the question in the in the beginning. You should have waited. I for know, the but end. I didn't know your Marcus Money Mom was gonna be ten points. Look, man. All right. <laughs> so you mad when I don't want to do the podcast? <laughs> I know. When I get on here, I, I want to do the podcast. I, I give you a positive attitude. You complain, bro. See y'all. This, see, look, I, I cannot I win. You I'm mad. I'm I happy. Love you. I do. And then she, this is great. I she love this. Mad either way. No, I'm not I give mad. You energy. I promise I'm not mad. I love this. So energy. y'all just bet. So next week no, I'm gonna come on here I real love, dry. I love this energy. I really do. Like you're giving me positive vibes right now. I'm loving it. I'm gonna make so, sure you have your butternut wine again next week. So you know, this is just an example of we had a conversation about it. I said I was gonna do better, and I've been trying to do better. And you have, baby, and I and, appreciate it. And then you came on here, and then you still complain. I wasn't complaining. So, I'm gonna I was just, just leave talking. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, guys. Well, it has been fun. This episode was a lot of fun to talk about. Next week will be the week before Christmas. So get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. And I will sing again at the beginning of the episode. Okay. We can do it out there. No, we're gonna I'm gonna do it. Either I'm gonna sing or we're gonna change the song. So you let me know which one we gonna do. You got attitude now. You <laughs> mad at me, y'all. <laughs> You're not talking no more. Okay, well, that's fine because we need to end the episode anyway. All right, well, thank you guys for coming over to our house. Please send us emails at ourhousethepodcast at gmail.com if you have any questions, topic ideas, or um, I don't know, what anything. Anything you want to say to us, we'll be down to talk to you. Or you can shoot us a DM at Our House the Podcast. Or you can find Marcus at... You can find me at <laughs> jamariasneversatisfied.com. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh. No, you can find me at uh, Marcus Deontay J on Instagram, or you can find me on Facebook at Johnson Capital Planning. Thank you. Or at jamariasneversatisfied.com. <laughs> For real? Absolutely. Okay. Well, he's in his feelings. He'll be okay. You can find me at Jamaria Olivia J on Instagram or on my blog at ThroughJamsEyes.com. Okay? Okay. Are you ready to wrap this up so we can mm-hmm. go watch our shows? Yeah. All right. Well, my name is Jamaria Johnson. I'm Marcus Johnson. Thanks. Stop <laughs> having an attitude. Thanks for coming over and hanging out with us. We will talk to you next week. Peace. Thank you.